Welcome back to What Are You Saying, the realest podcast in the world. The the ugh. Welcome back to the realest podcast. Ah oh, shit. Are you serious right now, bro? Welcome back to the realest podcast in the world. The People's Podcast, where listeners can not only learn and grow, but also feel heard and seen. I'm Osama. My name is Muhammad. One eternity later. Oh yeah, that part. Um, <laughs> if you like any guests and want people to come on the show, feel free to let us know. Um, the funny thing is we record all the time, so we're used to doing this and saying this. But sometimes when you don't record just for like a week off, it's amazing how like you forget things and all that stuff, right? Um, how are you doing today, Osama? I'm good, bro. I'm good. It's been a while since we recorded. It's, it's kind of rare. I always say this. It actually is really rare that we record because in the beginning, I actually was, I remember one time I was looking back and like, I think one time we went on a 40 or 30 episode, this is like early on, early, early on, like we went 30 episodes having no guests because I remember we wanted that. And um, yeah, and sometimes like recording alone is weird because usually it's like the guest sells and now it's like the two of us are talking and it's, oh, it, it always feels weird. No one will ever understand it. Until you start recording by yourself, especially when you have a lot of guests, you're like, okay, so what do we talk about? How do we do this? But yeah, I'm good though. Uh, yeah, before we get into the content, as far as today's episode, we just want to talk about the wildfire that's going on in Canada. As you might know, or people don't know, myself and Osama, we do live in Canada. And yeah, it is affecting us. Not as much as those who are obviously in those areas, as far as Quebec, Ottawa, and those surrounding areas. So to everyone that's been affected by the wildfires, we send out, you know, our support and my love to you guys and we want to make sure that you guys are safe do whatever you can to escape if it gets really bad and also for those who have family across the you know the world or even close by we're able to provide in any way or sorts please help out because this is something we've never seen before obviously when it comes to wildfire we know it happens in california and different places throughout the world but i never thought in my life that it would happen in canada at such the rate it's happening and the frequency and how it's obviously affected us in southern Ontario, and, I, and as we see in New York uh, within itself, how New York pretty much turned into Blade Runner in 2049 with that eerie, the eerie like color. Um, but the point is, nothing is promised and nothing's guaranteed. So we can't think that where we live is perfect and that we nothing could happen to us. Obviously, we see how a virus like COVID-19 could potentially kill us, just through a virus. And now how we see how wildfires obviously through the air just air alone can do the exact same thing so it's amazing when um you think about the universe and god and how it works in mysterious ways how god can send an army just to natural elements to really show his uh potential but do we take it for granted or do we take heed you know or do we just be careless as far as the message and what's presented to us as a sign so regardless i want to send out my love and Osama, do you have anything you want to say about the wildfire? Yeah, honestly, again, like, be safe. That's my first thing to be safe. Obviously, do not go out because if you do have certain health risks, you have you already have trouble breathing, you have certain medical issues, be careful. Obviously, you know, they are suggesting to wear a mask. Or if you feel like it's, ne- if it's necessary to wear a mask because you have to go outside, obviously be careful when you go outside. Because I can tell you, I've been going outside a lot uh, just from my, from my car to certain places, and the smell smells bad, bro. It's like... The thing is, like, I, I know sometimes wildfires happen in, like, parts of Western Canada, but I would never have thought it would affect the Southern Ontario the way it has. And, again, make sure that, you know, you're being safe. If you are if you know certain people in your family have certain medical conditions, go do their errands for them. Because, again, no one knows how, how long it's going to last. Again, today, 
we're, when we're recording, it's supposed to be the worst day. Obviously, when this comes out, who knows what, if it's going to be worse or not. But again, today is supposed to be the worst day when we're recording this. So yeah, again, be careful. Stay as inside as much as you can possible. Because again, I, I personally have smelt and it does not smell good, bro. And again, like for someone who has seasonal allergies, it hasn't been affecting me. I've been sneezing left and right. But yeah, that's all I want to say is pretty much be safe, be cautious, and yeah. Yeah, it's amazing for those who have allergies, asthma, different kind of uh, stuff. It's been affecting them a lot. And the point where you thought you would have to wear a mask again, maybe it was a return of COVID, right? You never thought it would be such as a wildfire, especially in Canada. So it just put things into perspective as far as like time, where we are, what we have, how grateful we should be, and how to not take things for granted. And with that, we definitely want to send a shout out to Dart Adams. If anyone knows, he came on the episode 138 and 139. It was the first time we ever did a two-part episode in the Waze catalog. Dart Adams, he's a historian, he's an author, he's an in-art consultant. He's everything regarding um, film, entertainment, music, sports. Dart knows it all. He explains it. He gives you the breakdown, the concepts. It was just amazing as far as the execution. And also he's a Bostonian as well, the heart of Boston. Uh, Beantown, as we all know and love, and yeah, heart of Boston. And he lets it be known as far as the history, what's been missed out, and how it should be prevent presented going forward. And I highly advise if anyone hasn't heard that episode, please, it's an educational episode. Listen to one at 138 and 139. Uh, Osama, what did you think about the Dart Adam episode? I'm going to say this publicly. Um, Again, like talking to him, man, is like, Here's the thing. He has a huge network. I just want to say that. He's a huge network. He's not one of those podcasts where um, you can just ask any questions. You have to make sure you come correct. You know what you're talking about. And personally, like, I, I only know I only knew a bit about him because Muhammad, always, Muhammad would always uh, talk to him about me. So he's like, yo, listen, he's actually coming. And the thing is, too, is we made a video for people who don't know on our Instagram account, which is public. We're like, we always do segments from time to time of people we want to interview. And... Uh, I was kind of shocked that he responded because, like, it's kind of rare. Some people will just like the post and just dip. He's like, sure. I'm like, Muhammad, yo, this guy said, sure, let's actually get him on, right? And this guy came the same week. Like, he actually opened up his schedule. The lo- the reason why we did a two-parter is because it was the longest podcast we've ever recorded. And we're like, there's too much good information here. So we actually have, we have to record it. But the one thing I want to shout him out for is um, I was not expecting this. Aside from him shouting up, shouting us out every single time on his stories and putting us on Twitter, because obviously Twitter gets an amazing reach. I was uh, just chilling at home, going on Instagram, and I see a tag. So I'm like, man, sometimes you get random tags from certain people, but then I was like, a post from Dart Adams. And I'm like, yo, no way. And I just wanted to shout out, like, Dart, man, I appreciate it, bro. That means so much. Again, like, like, we never even asked, and he did it for us. The fact that he went out of his way to post it means that we, I think, killed it and we did the interview. We even let him know after that we want him to come back on. He said, absolutely. That was an amazing gesture. I remember I was talking to Muhammad. He was in, like, he was uh, doing something. And I was like at, at home. I was like, yo, I was about to scream. And I was in a meeting. I was no way I'm about to scream during a meeting. But yeah, amazing episode. Go watch it, guys. There's so much you can learn from sports to music to his- history to um, also his life. He took us through a like, life journey. He was really like vulnerable and personable with his life journey. And, um, there's, the thing is, there's so much more we could talk about, but part 138, 139, go listen to them if you haven't already. And I think that's the one cool thing about it. We talked about so many different things, but like you said, his life journey, how he had everything as far as working at CBS, store manager, he was about to get his own store, 
had medical dental benefits, a 401k, and he decided to leave at the age of 30 to pursue his dream of being a writer. And through that, for the next 10 years, not only would he go on this journey, but he would struggle as far as people taking his style and running on bigger publications, but him having to wait like a few weeks to a month to get paid only $100, $150 per piece, and plus having to rely on peanut butter and jelly and tuna sandwiches just to get by. And he's saying how he's a grown-ass man and the fact that he has to rely, eat these things, it was so tough and it's something he wouldn't want anyone to go through. And I think that's the whole point about today's episode as far as a better tomorrow. In the moment, in the moment, it is grueling, it is strenuous, it is tiring, it is dire to pursue in the quest of what you want to do. And regarding that, it's like, how do I become what's going to make me happy? But knowing that I'm not seeing the result, but I am putting the work. I'm not seeing the results, but I am making the sacrifices. I'm not seeing the results, but I have to deal with complications as far as relations with my girl, my parents, my friends. Like, how do I balance all this? And at the same time, like Dart was saying, sleepless nights. Your laptop might be broken. Like, things are going to come left field, but how do you keep going? He said, thank God he did not die because there's certain nights you don't even eat. So for us in this whole pursuit of life and the things we want to do, when you don't see it happen in the way you want it to, whether it's two months, six months, a year, how do you keep going? How do you keep going, Osama? I also always related to the gym. And I'm, and I'm going to say this because gym is one of those things. And again, I'm going to say the gym, even school as an example. And I'll explain both. Gym is one of those things where you need the fundamentals to get to the to to higher weight, maybe change up your worker plan, and like obviously again, there's all everyone has their own working style, but again, you're not gonna see results within, like working out for nine hours a day, is not gonna see results, right? Because you may not be consistent after nine hours a day, but if you work out 45 minutes a day, for example, four to five times a week, you'll start seeing results slowly. Now my question is, what are you sacrificing from going to the gym? Maybe you're not gonna see your friends no more. Maybe you're gonna because this thing is, and I was, it's funny that you bring this up, this topic up, because I was talking to one of my, I was talking to my brother about this. And I was like, when you're younger, you think the older you get, you have more time on your plate. Oh, I can have my own car. I'm able to go see certain people. But you don't realize because you have the lack of experience. The older you get, you have more on your plate. For example, family, errands, your own personal life, things get in the way, your job, if you're married, if you have a kid. Um, so if you're going back to school, if you're volunteering, you can't fit everything in one day, right? So hearing Dr. Star, what, ha what he had to sacrifice, for example, he said that he, this first, one of his first articles was $150 and um, he got paid for. Now that is, that is equivalent to you making small gains in the gym, that 150, but you, but do you know what that small gain shows you? That 150 shows you that there is a living to be made out of this, you know? For me, for me, Muhammad, it's as equivalent to getting our first big guest. Like, when, and this is like not even with great production. It's just like, wow, the more we keep doing this, we can get. And obviously, throughout this catalog, you have seen that. How to keep going to answer Muhammad's questions, you have to find this willpower. For, for Muslims, it's like faith. 
It's Iman. It's just like believing in God that he has good things for you and you got to keep going. It's believing in the unseen. The same way you want to believe in like the certain certain dumb thing that you want to happen, believe in yourself that you could do it. Because part of, a lot of people don't, a lot of people don't talk about the, the success formula. A lot of it has to do with belief. Yes, you're skilled, you're talented, that's amazing. So is everybody else. I can name a million people who are talented and skilled and hardworking. But what is your belief in you doing it? And that's what kind of stuck out for me. I guess this talking about a better tomorrow is taking back from Dart Adams. That's what I took from him is he believed in himself. He kept going. Someone could have got paid 150. He's like, 150? My work? Out. But also to give a small example, school, right? You're not going to be, you're not going to, when you enter school first year, like you're 18 years old, you're not going to be doing um, year four in the beginning. You're going to be doing year one. You pass year one, you go to year two. You pass year two, you go to year three. You pass year three, you go to year four, right? They don't care what your program is. And then when you pass year four, you graduate. But look at the small steps you have to take to get to that point. That's true. As far as those small steps, what it takes, what encompass a better tomorrow, um, it's the belief. Like you said, without the belief, you cannot manifest anything. And for us as Muslims, that belief in God that yakin, that certainty, like we are nothing with him. Sorry, we're not, we are nothing without him, essentially, um, because we know that we're just created to worship him, not as all. And therefore, we seek as far as aspirations, as far as goals and the attainment of what's benevolent for us. It's hard when you understand or when you don't understand that these ramifications come in different avenues and different pathways, and it's not conducive to your learning, it's not conducive, to your planning, it's not conducive, to your understanding of how everything works. So when there's no clear outline of how to become successful, maybe you might see it through an influencer, you might see it through a book, you might see it through a movie, but for yourself, everyone's outline is different. And in knowing that, it is tough to find out when are you able to go to the next draft or the next chapter of that book, but not in terms of progression, in terms of success, because everyone wants success tomorrow. Most people, especially in this generation, want it today, uh, which is impossible because we all have to start from zero. We all have to start from zero. And I think with that, as far as a better tomorrow, yeah, you don't get tomorrow without being aware of today and also learning the lessons from the past. And that's always been me. That's always been my mindset. The lessons from the past, who they were, what they did, how they achieved, the mistakes they made, the lessons they learned, the wisdom they learned. Why? Because that thing is timeless. And how does that translate into t today's society? How does that work and correlate in today's society in different facets and aspects of how people interact and how people utilize as far as functions, whether education, politics, governments, you know, industries and stuff like that. And obviously we want to take all this and propel ourselves into a superior tomorrow. But for me, it's like knowing that the whole goal is to ascend to a superior tomorrow with society today. We cannot go without acknowledging the past and understanding the past and taking in the mistakes they made so we do not make the same timely mistakes as well. Because if we do not take those lessons, then who are we? It's no different. Um, for example, 
COVID-19, no one thought that would happen. When it did happen, everyone thought it would stay only in China. And then it spread and it scared the whole world. And it, it to obviously it, it let everyone know that we are nothing and that we are not superheroes. If something wanted to happen to us, it could reach us like that quick. So therefore you'd have to really understand who you are and what you have in front of you because it could be taken away just like that, you know? And even then we thought it was only gonna affect old people until we saw younger people dying. And it's like, whoa, this is something totally out of our hands. And this is something I have no control whatsoever over. So knowing that I don't have control over all things, the small things I do have control over, I must understand that it's only small. So what I want, as far as a big idea, it will take time. If it happens tomorrow, cool. If it takes five to 10 years, then let it be. Because as long as I'm consistent, as long as I'm determined, as long as I'm manifesting, as long as I have that faith and belief and certainty, all things work in my favor. Inshallah. Inshallah. To have a better tomorrow, you need to have a lot of, lot of failure. To have a better tomorrow, you need to have a lot of failure. I want people to have this quote sink in. To have a better tomorrow, you have to have a lot of failure. You're not, first of all, you're not even guaranteed to have a better tomorrow with the work you don't put in. I don't know why people are always expecting. And by the way, there's a lot of stories I can bring up from previous people who we've interviewed, but Dart Adams is the recent one who obviously has great connection with certain people who's built a reputation for himself. And that did not come over time. But the thing is, is what I kind of took from him is like, you know, the environment that you're in is either going to build you or break you. And obviously built him up. Now he's a reputable source where people have to go to for music, for historian, for movies, and he'll fact check it. And God forbid you have something wrong because he's going to fact check it. And if he fact checks you wrong, you're now not credible no more. Right? You want to be in that stature. Now, to go back to Muhammad's point about COVID-19 and how you never expect things to come to us, right? My question for people is, to have a better tomorrow, don't expect everything. And I was having this conversation yesterday, which is funny. Don't expect everything to go your way 100%. Why is it as human beings when we want to like prepare for the future, we're like, this is going to happen. This is going to happen. This is going to happen. Why is it we never think of the negatives? Negative things are going to happen. It's part of life. Be aware of the negative. For me, this is how I work. Personally, for ways, there, like, I remember even saying, me, me and Muhammad, we would talk about like There are things we're going to go through. And we still go through. But it's better to be aware of the negative of it happening before it happens. Then you'd be like, oh, I don't know what to do. For a better tomorrow does not mean you're not going to go through anything. No. Like, if there, whether you're a religious person, whether you're, I don't care, atheist, whoever you are, you're going to go through certain stuff to test you. And I get upset with certain people when they um, say, oh, it's not going to happen to me. Well, perfect example is COVID-19. COVID-19 didn't have an age, bro. Either and. Some people are not living today because of COVID-19. And again, we don't know, for example, the wildfires, which have been happening for the past couple of days now. We don't know if this is going to last the whole summer. What if this ruins your summer? What if some people like pass away because of the they can't handle the smell? Moha just mentioned earlier on about asthma or allergies. It could have an effect on certain people. Your better tomorrow happens between two things. You being grateful. Really important. 
you you going through a lot of failure. I mean, a lot of failure. Don't purposely fail. I'm saying when you fail, you get back up because then you learn this. Like Mo always, Mo always talks about, Muhammad always talks about wisdom and how it's so important. He just said it earlier, how he learned from his past to like not make the same mistakes going forward. That is really important to have a better tomorrow. Because I could tell you, me and Muhammad know a lot of people who who are in our, in our inner circle, we know of or we spoke to, who are still making certain mistakes now in their career at an older age. So it's like, where is your better tomorrow? What do you envision as your better tomorrow? Or like, are you, what do you envision as your utopia of a life that you want to live? Because if you are only going to um, complain, then your better tomorrow will never happen. It's gonna be in fantasy land. You're gonna be living in like Alice in Wonderland. That, that's your, that's your, that's your world. That's where you're gonna be living. Better tomorrow does not mean that you do not have to work hard. Better tomorrow, actually, funny enough, just to let's say my last thing, the harder you work, the more struggle you do, the more sacrifice you have, your better tomorrow will be much more achievable, much more happier, much be more content. Then nothing you do is gonna be the worst of tomorrow because you're gonna be wake up one day. It's like, wow, where did time go? And with that, if there's anything you feel as if that was relatable, if there's anything you feel as if we missed out on as far as topics and themes and ideas, or just things you've noticed that makes the theme and concept of a better tomorrow more clear to you, feel free to hit us up. Let us know. So therefore, we could have more conversations about this because as we all want to work towards a better tomorrow, we're still in this today together. So with that, we say peace and have a wonderful day. You guys thought we were done? I don't think so. We still got to wrap it up. Please follow me at Kusa300. Follow my co-host Muhammad at Muhammad.Global. Make sure to follow our page at Instagram. Also, make sure to subscribe to all our platforms. We drop every Wednesday at 12 p.m. Thank you. We'll see you next week.